everyone, and welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet Movie Podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's the podcast where we watch The Great Muppet Caper two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand. And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe. And joining us today, we have a very special return guest. Uh, this guest happens to live in my house. Who are you, roommate? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Roz Strand, and I am Anthony's wife. What? And a big fan of Tough Pigs. Aww. And an even bigger fan of Muppets. There you go. Uh, I like mm-hmm. that it sounded like Anthony out. wasn't aware that you were his wife. I never knew. <laughs> this, is, this is news to me. What a twist. Yes. We've been married for eight and a half years, and I'm just learning about it now. Riveting right. podcasting happening right now. I think so. All right. So today, thanks again for coming on. I'm really excited to be here. All right. So we are talking about Minutes. 77 and 78 of The Great Muppet Caper. In these minutes, Rosenthal tells Piggy about his plan to prove her innocence, and Nikki and the models start to go over their checklist for the heist. So we start here with uh, essentially the first thing that happens is the second instance of we're going to catch those thieves red-handed, which um, we talked in an earlier episode about how we weren't sure of what the origin was for catching uh, for like being caught red handed. Yes. We, all, so we both failed to do our research when it was mentioned earlier. Right. This time I did my research. I looked it up. I found a mental floss article, which we will link to. And uh, the expression to be caught red handed has its origins in Scotland around the 15th century. The phrase red handed or red hand probably referred to people caught with blood on their hands from murder or poaching. Oh, that's dark. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense though. Like, yes. like now that I think about it, it makes sense. Yes, like, you why, would be. Why didn't everybody think of this as caught red-handed? Of course, it's blood. Yeah. What else would it be? Your hands would right. literally yeah. be red. Kool Aid. Yeah. It's blood or Kool Aid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I once, uh, you know, those. Uh, this is so boring, but <laughs> you know those soda machines where you can press a button and get like a flavor shot. Yeah, uh, I, I once pressed the wrong button and ended up getting the the cherry flavored syrup all over my hands. So I guess I was the, I was caught red handed that day. That's a more modern interpretation of it, I yes, believe. But it it stuck with me like yeah. it, it stained my hand for the <laughs> remainder of the day, which then made me think twice about the fact that I put that stuff in my body. But have, right, yeah, yeah, it's been staining your insides your whole life. Have yes. you ever seen what the sweet and sour sauce from a Chinese restaurant can do to wood? No, it's I, insane. I Nobody should eat that. It's very bright. That's one yeah, of my well, go-to. It's, it's probably not all Chinese restaurants, but one near our house that has <laughs> delicious food and will go unnamed. Yes, uh, has like bright red radioactive sweet and sour sauce. I mean, this is Ninja Turtle level of <laughs> of color and effect that it takes so and the kids love it and i'm sure it's mostly sugar yeah but i would love to see the chemical composition of that because that'll definitely catch you red-handed right yeah Yeah. you should look into that and then they would be caught Mm red-handed there you go um this is also my favorite part because this is uh kermit's costume caper also kermit is excellent had coming up with great disguises. And uh, is this the first disguise in this particular movie? Yeah. I mean, he puts on a tux earlier, but this, yeah. is, this is the only disguise. This, in this is movie. the yeah. only disguise in this movie. Yeah. Well, not quite. Uh, there is a what scene are the later other... involving disguises at the Mallory Gallery. I don't know if I should 
Oh yeah, I guess so. The the Groucho glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah everyone yeah, has seen this true. movie. Yeah, we can just say every all the Muppets show up wearing Groucho glasses. But Kermit in um, Muppets Take Manhattan like busts out of ton of costumes. So I yeah, always love a couple of part because because you know you get to see a little bit of it. Kermit is excellent at wearing <laughs> costumes and disguises. <clears throat> You never know that it's him. The little touch of the tuft of black behind <laughs> his ears. Yeah, he's wearing like, a wig. It is. Yeah. yeah is we, it a wig or is it attached to the hat? I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, he's that's so good at that's it. True. We never see him take the hat off. Yeah, I guess we, <laughs> we didn't really him. talk about this last week. Of where did he get this? And you know, like where did he get a fake mustache on such short notice? You know, I mean, I'm sure they have this at the Happiness Hotel. Yeah, they have I'm sure guy. Pop helped him out. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody who left in the middle of the night left behind his mustache. Very popular choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so of course, Piggy says, what color are their hands now? After Kermit says, after Rose, I should say Rosenthal, really. Like, yes. I would prefer that. That's, who, that's just who he is. Don't blow his cover <laughs> here. Um, right, right. <laughs> um, but after he says, um, we're going to catch those these red-handed, Piggy says, what color are their hands now? And then Rosenthal does this, that that like classic Kermit grimace and says, mm-hmm. "I don't think this is the time for that type of humor." Mm-hmm. And that grimace is so much funnier with Rosenthal's mustache. <laughs> yes. I think, like, I always love it, but it's this is the best ever example. It just gives a little bit more movement to that grimace, where it's just suddenly that mustache is a little bit, a little bit sideways. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> and, and of course, this and, is exactly the time for that type of humor. Absolutely. Right, right, of course. Well, it, I mean, when you're in the stir, you take your laughs when you can get them. Is yeah. what Piggy says next. Yeah. Well, so well, here's a thought that I had is why do they call it stir? Uh, most of these things kind of make sense. Like, I think in a minute she says the slammer, which, you know, that's, I'm sure, derives from the sound of the cell door slamming. But I did mm-hmm. look up why do they call it the stir? And according to the website, grammar phobia, there are a few possible explanations but one of the most widely accepted is that it's English slang that derives from the, is it Romani or Romani? Let's say Romani. You're talking about like people the from Romania. That, yes. Yeah. From the Romani. Rom- right. Okay. From the Romani word starapen, which means prison. So there you go. It goes. Oh, right okay. Back. Wow. Yeah. Wild. Well, the one, first of all, Rosenthal does not respond to the cooler or the stir or the stir. Right. Like both of those, it, it just flows on by. And yeah. and he, you know, he's very focused. But then all of a sudden the big house, that's the one, that's the one that, that really catches his ear. And you think it's because he knows he's gonna be sent there in the future? Possibly. Mm. Poster Rosenthal. Some mm, time travel paradox is possible. I mean, there is a whole number of about the big house in a much later Muppet movie. So, and he's there Rosenthal yes. with no mustache post shave <laughs> Rosenthal. He's there. Yeah. Do you think but, a young Brett McKenzie went to see this movie and was like, mm, big house. That's catchy. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also want to know, cause she mentions the squealer. Yeah. Is that real? Well, that or is that just one, a big word? Yeah. No, that was the other one. I, I don't, think i've ever heard that one before i think and it's just for pig i think it's a pig nickname okay that makes sense because i wondered how pc this was for a pig to call it the squealer <laughs> like can only pigs call it the squealer is that is that that particular 
phrase. You know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's but just pig slang. Off a bunch of them. Yeah. Did she accidentally confuse the prison for a barnyard right. at that moment? <laughs> you know what, though? She got out young. The barnyard felt like prison. Yeah. Mm, she sure. needed to break yeah. into stardom. Yeah. There's some other yeah. words she it's doesn't true. even come up with. Like, she doesn't call it the Hooskow. clink or the hooskow. Yeah, that's a good one. Or, um, like, the oh, the pokey. People call it that. The pokey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of words for prison. Yep. Mm-hmm. And all of them were created in this particular prison, apparently. So <laughs> you mean Piggy, all, you all of them, all of them that she says. You mean you think Piggy heard those all in the last forty-five minutes? Is, I, that, is that what you're saying? It kind of seems like Piggy went to prison and said, "Hey, everybody, what do we call this place?" Yeah, I'm gonna need to impress my lawyer later. It does seem like she made friends with the prisoners, as we'll see in a moment. Oh yes. Um, but for now, um. Rosenthal tells Piggy about the heist and like when it's going to take place tomorrow night at midnight at the, they're going to try to steal it from the Mallory gallery. That's the third time we've heard that information in the past about four minutes. That's true. They really want us to know. Right. Nikki says it. And then Gonzo tells the group and now Rosenthal says it to Piggy. So it's like, I, I don't know. Like I feel like thinking about it now that should feel repetitive, but I've never thought about it before. So I guess it's brief enough that it's fine. I don't know. That was really I, not even that necessary. Like, I don't know. In a Muppet movie, nobody's really paying attention except people like right. us to like, oh, wait a minute. Now, hold on. How, what, what time is this? What day is this? When is it happening? Yeah. Although there has been some discussion on the Tough Pigs forum uh, in, our, in our thread about the podcast. Um, people like theorizing about how many days the movie takes over. Takes place yeah, over. yeah. Our previous guest, uh, Eric uh, Eric Brown, came up with a, a plausible timeline that it. What was it like? Three or four days? Yeah, four. I think. Yeah, but and then there is some it, confusion over the days of the week because if this is Tuesday, then the I don't know what. Oh no, no. If this is is this Monday or Tuesday now? See now, now I'm getting confused again. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. Like, like she missed. Lady Holiday says er, in her interview at the club, at the fashion show, she says that from Monday, the baseball diamond will be on display at the Mallory Gallery. Right. So presumably this is Sunday evening, right? Yeah, but then Kermit says... Or no, I guess it will be on display on Monday, so it's Monday. Monday night. Yeah, so it's Monday. Yeah. If so the they fashion show happens the very on Monday. first night that it's there. Yeah. Right. The fashion Which show happens on Monday not. during the day, and then... And then Tuesday night. Well, oh, because here's the other thing is when it's midnight, that's when it officially switches over from one day to another day. So if tomorrow is Monday, then at the stroke of midnight, it's officially Tuesday. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I don't think it's really worth worrying about. No, I don't think I don't think the writers worry too much about it. So I have never once thought about this in my life. No, and and it's not even that interesting to talk about it now, frankly. Um. (laughs) But so um, anyways, Kermit Rosenthal tells Piggy about what the plan is. And she well, they says do that little oh. move uh, when he says he's about to tell her, he says, you see tomorrow night. And they both whip their heads around, like looking to see if anyone's listening to them. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's great. That's a, a nice touch. And also they continue, despite the fact that the guard is standing right there behind Piggy. Right. Yeah. Well, although like, I don't think the guards care because as we'll see next week, Piggy is going to bust open the bars to her cell and just leave. Like, I don't, <laughs> don't think see any evidence that they try to stop her. Right, yeah. right. 
Um, also, I just want to point it point out that Piggy's hair is probably actually the star of most of these prison scenes. Yeah, I mean the whenever they whip their head back and forth, that hair is magnificent. Like her mm. wig work is just perfect. That's her real hair. It's so great. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, yeah. You're right. She looks. She looks never looks better than she does in this movie. Yeah. She's looked well. I mean, she's a fashion model, and the fact that she still has a curling iron, even though that she's locked up in the in the squealer, <laughs> is impressive to me. Yeah, I can see that. But uh, so Piggy says, "Oh, Kermit, be careful." The only time she calls him Kermit in this whole scene mm-hmm. because uh, apparently she forgot his name because she's so worried about him. She forgot that his name was Kermit. She forgot that his name is Rosenthal. Um. But he says that he's got Fozzie, Gonzo, and all our friends from the Happiness Hotel to help. <clears throat> and Piggy deadpans, those clowns. And what I love is that Rosenthal just kind of nods and goes, mm-hmm. Like, self-evidently, <laughs> those guys are going to help. Because he trusts them completely. Oh, he does, for sure, yeah. He shows that later, too. You know, he has absolute blind faith that this is going to work. Because yes. he's got to get Piggy out of jail. And he's got to stop Nikki Holiday. Like, it does not matter. Um, and besides, you know, all those happiness hotel guys, they're pretty much cool with taking down illegal stuff anyway, because <laughs> happiness hotel is not got, it cannot be legal. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah. well, it yeah. has so many violations. <laughs> yeah, Kermit knows it's going to be hard, but he's he believes they can do it. Um, yeah. Also, in the, in the, when she says those clowns, in the July 22nd, 1980 draft of the screenplay, she says, those P-brains, which somehow seems more mean-spirited to me. Yeah. That is kind of like what I called my brother whenever I was in second grade. And that P-brain? was really mean. P-brain. P-brain. Yeah. I, that was really mean in right. my mind at it seems that age. more fun to call them clowns. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that clowns just makes them seem like goofballs, which they are. Right. Whereas P-brains is like explicitly means stupid, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Clown doesn't mean stupid, it means ridiculous. Yeah. Right. So I think that's the difference. Mm-hmm. But then Piggy lists all those um, synonyms for the squealer. And then Kermit Rosenthal says, that you're the same beautiful, sensitive, vulnerable woman I was out with the other night. The one that scarfed down all that caviar. Well, that's the kicker, right? Is that like he compliments <laughs> her on, like, he's clearly like so taken with the way that she scarfed down all this caviar. And she she just owns it. She's not at all embarrassed. That just makes her fall more in love with Kermit. Right. Well, well, that, that she that he admires her for her for her beauty, her sensitivity, her vulnerability, and the way that she can eat. Yeah, and that's true for so many women, guys. Hi. Like you don't even know. Hi there. Like, like please notice how well a woman can take down a plate and know that it's a compliment. It's just great. I love that. And I love you, Rosenthal. I love you too, Kermi. Um, <laughs> no, actually, well, let's, we should talk about that. I actually say, I love you, Rosenthal to you. Like, yeah, a lot. Pretty, pretty often. Our oh, kids they- are very confused. Be- well, because so, so Roz is, I don't know if we had, did we introduce you as Roz or Rosalind? I, don't I, remember, I but, always go by Roz, but, but my name is Rosalind. Rosalind. You don't like being called Rosalind. No, but for because whatever reason, you've always how it's pronounced. 
Right. No, exactly. That's right. a different name. But for whatever reason, you've always tolerated me calling you Rosenthal. <laughs> I tolerate a lot from you, though. <laughs> and it's out of love. But yeah, you, you call me Rosenthal quite quite often. Yeah, but it's because of how romantic it is in this movie. It is very romantic. When says, I love you, Rosenthal. Yeah. And then they kiss through the bars. And I love a good gender swapping scene. So the fact that I'm I'm Rosenthal in this and your piggy yeah. just makes it all the more enjoyable for me. <laughs> there you go. This is another example too of this dynamic we've been talking about where this is so different from how they are on the Muppet show because on the Muppet show Kermit would never say to Piggy you're so beautiful, sensitive and vulnerable because he's usually kind of trying to avoid her on that right. show but in this movie they can just be in love and it's nice. Yeah, on the show, he's the manager and she's his, you know, starlight diva that he has to keep in check. Yeah. And he's kind of her boss. He's he's totally her boss. Yeah. He's everyone's boss. Yeah, he's everyone's boss. So he can't have that same kind of relationship. But if she's constantly driving him crazy. Yeah. But if they're just involved in this massive caper in order to clear her name and defeat the bad guy then he can, you know, let down his guard and just be impressed by how she eats. Right. <laughs> and she can say, I love you, despite only having met him a day or two ago. Yeah, which he doesn't, he doesn't say it back. True. Which is a shame. Uh, it's in his kiss. Oh, it is? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's how it works now? Yes. Shoop, oh, shoop, shoop, that's, shoop. It's worked like that for a number of years. Oh, okay. Ryan gets it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then they kiss through the grate. And like, which is like, to me, the most gorgeous shot in this whole movie is that shot of their two faces in profile as they kiss through the grate. <laughs> it looks so great. It looks so good. And they actually have like a slightly different kissing style. Just, it's so cool because uh, Kermit looks kind of nervous. Like you see his jawline kind of quiver and he looks a little bit anxious and Piggy just leans in as if. As if she knows that this is a movie and this is her big love scene. Which she does. Which she does. But, you know, just even those little differences, watching it over and over again, it's so adorable. Yeah. Well, do we think this is Kermit's first kiss? Because we know he's never been on a date before. He's never been on a date without Fozzie. That's true. So is this his first kiss? Like in the jail through the grate? That would probably fit for him as to how anxious he's been about love prior to it. Yeah, I'll give you my first kiss, but we're going to actually have an armed guard behind you and a gate between us. Yeah. Yeah, that'd that, work. That's a really that's interesting question. <laughs> I also And then so, they come away. Well, while they're, while yeah. they're kissing though, we can hear these little like kissy noises. And I, I Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Is it it's not even it's not even little. It's like this wet, slobbery smacking right. sound. Right. So just that makes, that makes no sense. Like she is not big, through the guys. grate. They're on opposite sides <laughs> of a grate. Like But I just love imagining Jim Henson and Frank Oz, you know, figuring out like, okay, we're gonna, you know, these puppets are gonna lean in this much, they're gonna sort of press their faces together through the grate, and then we're gonna make these noises and just like practicing the, the kissy noises together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are absolutely the kissy noises that like second graders make, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, whenever yeah. they're imitating two people kissing, for sure. You know, it's just <laughs> that it's the exact same noise. Yeah, true. Um, 
But yeah, so that sound effect is hilarious. Mm -hmm. And then, like you say, they pull away. And now Rosenthal's mustache has somehow passed through the grate, unharmed, (laughs) and got stuck to Piggy's face. They they move their heads a lot. That's that's true. That's true. (laughs) But But the the adhesive or the gum has also transferred onto her now. the other side. Which is, that is some heavy necking that they just got involved in. Well, um, but I also love that when he points it out, mm-hmm. Piggy does this take to the camera where she's just like, oh, you have that too? Fourth wall, Piggy wearing mustache. Yeah, yeah she totally breaks down the fourth wall at that moment. Well, or, that's all they do in this movie. She looks right at us. Or if you want to be Watsonian like me and she was checking that he was telling the truth by looking in the lens glass of the camera. Like, <laughs> art, wait, do <laughs> I have a mustache? Yeah. Oh, yes, I do have a mustache. Yeah. Well, anyway... <laughs> You got mesh marks so on wait, your face. You're going to be I wondered if it was also for movie? our benefit. So <laughs> I wondered if it was to make sure that all of us in the audience can clearly see that she has a mustache on top of her nostrils. Yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, Ryan, have we ever talked about Watsonian versus Doyleist on this podcast before? Like, should we explain what that is? I don't think we have. I'm not actually sure what it is. Okay. So this is something. This is kind of uh, Anthony and I talk about it a lot because it's two different views on taking in media, right? Right. And it's, it's named the question who wrote the Sherlock Holmes, right? So a Watsonian cares about what's happening in universe, cares about what's on the screen, what's on the page. Watson wrote the story, right? A Doyleist cares about like what went into it behind the scenes, who wrote it, who directed it, what they bring to it. Arthur Conan Doyle wrote the Sherlock Holmes stories. So in most things, Anthony is the Doyleist and I am the Watsonian. And this often makes for really interesting views because we hardly ever view something the same way. Yeah, yeah absolutely like true. That. Where I deny <clears throat> that certain movies exist because they make me too sad and they are real in my head. Right. Um, Anthony loves to talk about them because they have this weird off-brand character actor that happened to show up in six more movies that he watched so, that weekend. Wait, are, you, are you specifically talking about Serenity? That movie doesn't exist. <laughs> but you would tell Edgy... Okay, anyways. Oh, wait. We're talking about All the right. Firefly so spinoff Serenity, not the whatever that movie was that came out last year. We're talking about the Firefly and Hathaway Serenity. The Firefly movie, Roz hates some of the events in that film, so refuses to acknowledge its existence. I love that Chiwetel Ejiofor gets to be great in it. That's kind of all, though. I'm not crazy about the movie. Right. But anyway, so I kind of think that maybe she was checking out her look in a mustache at that moment whenever she's looking directly at us to show us her mustache. Yeah. But then even better is her response to him. Which is, yeah, well, you got mesh marks on your face. (laughs) (laughs) He does. But you like, why doesn't she have, like... She has slight mesh marks. They're like indentations. I guess so. But it's, so it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, why doesn't Piggy have them? They were on the, they were pushing their face up against the same grate. They only clean one side of this grate. Here's what's great. That they only clean the prisoner side. They only clean the the prisoner side. side is so filthy. That has to be it. Yes. But yeah, and 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 so now actually you talked about Rosenthal's hair, his little tufts of hair. Yes. Earlier. To me they are so much more noticeable when he doesn't have his mustache. Yeah. Like hmm. after his mustache is gone here and it's just these like little tufts of hair. I, I admit that. I think that the 
the mustache really balanced out his disguise. Yeah. Well, it like draws your eye. So yes. you're just like looking at the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of it. The last thing we see in the prison is Rosenthal doing the old grimace face. Well, I think the next minute you get to see the door of Nikki Holiday. Right, right. No, that's what I'm saying. That's the last thing we see in the prison. Oh, that's the, so, yes. So I was going to say, is there any, do either of you have any more prison related thoughts before we move on to the next section? Not until next week. All right, Ryan? Uh, no, I do not. Okay. Um, so, yeah, like, like Roz just alluded to, there are about 35 more seconds left, or 25 more seconds left in the clip before the end. And 10 of them, a full 10 seconds, are a shot closing, uh, closing in slowly on Nikki Holiday's office door. And it is very well worth that 10 seconds because of <laughs> what's written on the door. What's written on the door, Roz? irresponsible parasite. Yeah. <laughs> it's like his sister had his door commissioned for him because he couldn't pay for it himself. Oh yeah. Yeah, well and we should say that we did we did glimpse it briefly earlier in the movie when the doorman delivers a gross of flowered socks. Oh, right. um, I haven't caught it, it earlier. They, they really like make sure you see it here. Yeah. You know. Um but yeah, it's great. It's such a great gag. And and like 10 seconds is a long time. Mm-hmm. But Joe Raposo really helps because the score here mm. is like really revving us up for something cool. I feel yeah. Like. So Nikki Holiday has an office at at Lady Holiday's place of business. What do you think he does in that office all day? Um, besides write list for how to steal her jewels. I don't know. Try on socks. <laughs> socks. <laughs> I guess so. Practice dance moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think he does um, a lot of work. Starches cummerbund. Starches cummerbund is that what you say? Yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, work for him is very different from work for most people. I mean, he is a cat burglar too. I mean, is he only robbing his sister? I mean, his job title is irresponsible parasite. So yes, <laughs> probably. Like but he's just being a parasite. I don't think he's yeah, robbing other people, right? Yeah, he only robs his sister. So. That's even less work than other cat burglars who like have to huh. memorize other people's schedules. He practically lives with her. At least they're in the same place of business and they go out to dinner together and you know, they're together all the time. Mm. He has to do far less work than any other cat burglar. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting cuz now for the f- the third time he's planning to steal something from his own sister. And we we don't have any evidence that he's ever stolen from anyone else. No. Right? It's 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 kind of insane that he could make a living just off of stealing from his own sister. Hmm. I mean, I've known family members to do that, you know, in less 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 interesting means. Just like um, mooch off their family. Just mooch off yeah. their family. Yeah. But it, I guess that he he does it at least with some flair. Yeah. And without her knowing. Yeah, that's true. And with her knowing, he mooches off of her to her face and then steals from her without her knowing. So he's fleecing his sister all the time. Yeah. Complete irresponsible parasite. That's true. <laughs> um, so inside, Nikki and the models are going over their checklist for the things they need for the heist. And I don't know that we need to necessarily list all of the items, but I just want to highlight a couple of them that I'm, I find interesting. A computer deprogrammer, which yes, what what do we think that what do we think that is? So my thought was that it has something to do maybe with, um, like like getting past a, a password, maybe like you 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 try to hack into a computer and it requires a password and you just plug in the com- 
computer deprogrammer and you don't need a password anymore. Something like that. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. Um, and then also they're going to bring with a pocket laser, which I guess is just a laser pointer. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think it's the kind of thing like people uh, like it would be similar to a, a level, like a laser level. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. I don't know. I was what just thinking it's like twenty years later, right? every child had one. I, I had always hoped that it was like a lightsaber type laser. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I uh, like like a laser like sword. It'll cut through stuff. Yeah. And you can fit it in your pocket. Yeah. And if you want Christmas ideas for me, that would be it. Get you a pocket, a pocket lightsaber. A pocket laser. Pocket laser. But it has to cut stuff. Pocket laser. At least like them. some soft cheeses. Right, I mean, I'll, I'll buy you some soft cheese. And useful a laser pocket laser. That's what I'll do. Yeah. Um, I like how they have a stopwatch. Yeah, I know. Like, what are they going to do with one stopwatch? Like, I know well, there that might they be probably... a certain point where they, they have to get into, uh, I don't know, like the, the guard comes by every 20 seconds or something. So they have yeah, to be right, sure. Right. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I get that. A lot of these are really practical. And then a lot of, and then a few of them don't seem to either have a function or uh, be real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the computer deprogrammer. Uh, yeah, I, think, I think that's just like okay. So Ryan, you and I are both big fans of Mickey's Splash Dance. We are Mickey's Splash Dance, the 1980s uh, Disney album. Yes. Um, one of the great songs on it, one of the many hits. Raz is shaking her head at me because she doesn't understand the appeal of a, of a masterwork. Well, that um, and also I've been listening to it nonstop for the past two weeks because yeah, now our, my children are obsessed with it. Yeah, because okay. our daughter Iris has a great taste. Yay. Anyways, <laughs> um, uh, one of the songs on there is Digital Duck, which is all about how Donald has all these gadgets. And most of this stuff sounds like it could be Donald's gadgets from Digital Duck. <laughs> yeah, That's well, all. you know, Donald loves his gadgets, even though they run amok. He's a digital duck. A glass cutter, nylon rope, computer deprogrammer. Yeah, yes, it, it fits <laughs> totally. Totally works. It completely fits. Oh man, what a great, what a great song! I like that song a little bit more if I can sing this list of stuff. <laughs> with it. You should try it. Yeah, try working all these things into that song. Yeah, do it. Portable detonator. Yeah. <laughs> do it. This do is going to work. This is going to work. Get right. back to me. Get back to me another day and I will have this. <laughs> I will have this worked out. All right. Can't, I'm, I'm so excited. I can't even <laughs> wait. Um, so uh, that just about brings us down to the end. Do either of you have any other thoughts on these two minutes before we close? Raz, I'll start with you. Uh, it just that that is a very romantic prison kiss. I like that. You know, I like the sloppy noises. It's very childish. And um, again, Piggy's hair needs top marks. It's great. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> All right, Ryan, how about you? My only other thing was just I was wondering how much all this equipment cost Nikki and the models because it seems like it would be expensive. It's, I mean, th that just means the baseball diamond is worth a lot of money, even after they split it four ways. Because it has to be worth it for them to actually uh, buy all this equipment to pull off this robbery. Yeah, but he probably used his sister's money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's probably right. Yeah, I didn't think that he bought any of this himself. Yeah, I don't think he buys anything. He used the company credit card. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Or, or, you know, just stole it. Yeah. He could have done that, too. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, that's what he's doing in his office. He's he he's, doesn't he doesn't have the internet. No, he's ordering things out of catalogs. <laughs> he's oh, ordering yeah. computer deprogrammer. Yeah, you know, four hundred and forty nine yeah, from Sears. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Or Radio Shack. <laughs> Radio Shack. Yeah, nice. you get the portable detonator at Radio Shack. Yes, and infrared <laughs> reflex. He just worked on that. That's just his reflexes. He's working on seeing at night. Yes. Oh yeah, we didn't mention that one. I have no idea what an infrared reflex is. It, uh, uh, infrared reflex and pneumatic drill, um, computer printout. I think that's well, some that's of them are time. from the next. You're yeah. getting ahead of yourself. Strand. I'm excited. I'm excited, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, um, come back next week to hear about the computer printout. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> And the final item on their list, which is my favorite, which I will not mention now. Ooh, a teaser. All right. (laughs) Well, that brings us down to the end of this one. So, uh, listeners, please uh, check out toughpigs.com on the internet, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're all all around you. Um, You can follow me on Twitter at Zeppo Marxist. You can follow Ryan at me, Ryan Rowe. And Roz, where, if anywhere, can our listeners find you? Oh, it is doubtful that they can. And that's okay. But if you get a message to Anthony, then he'll tell me. That is accurate. I will yeah. do that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, our theme music is by Stacy Rosen, and our logo was designed by Morgan Davy. So thank you to both of them. And listeners, if you're so inclined, please give us a positive review on iTunes and tell all your friends to listen to this podcast. Join us again next week for another episode of Moving Right Along. Goodbye. Goodbye.